had an opportunity at the end of last week to go to Orchestra Hall in Minneapolis to hear the symphony. We are blessed to have such amazing arts in our community. It was a wonderful concert and afterwards went to get the car and to leave the parking garage. Now I've been at this parking garage before but somehow on the way out this time I took a turn that was different and instead of it leading to the exit that I'm familiar with it led to a different exit on a different street and just as I was exiting the garage I had my blinker on to turn left I looked out eased out into the street and realized that all the cars were coming my way. It was a one-way. Now, I don't know, have you ever had this happen before? Don't need confessions here, but I've wound up on a one-way street before, heading the wrong direction. That's not a very comfortable direction to be, right? I mean, if you're heading and all the cars are coming or parked your way, it creates anxiety within. You have to make sure you, you, you stop, you turn around, you, you get in the right direction. It's a dangerous situation. That's where we are with this morning's gospel. As Jesus is teaching and preaching about the kingdom of God, as Jesus is inviting others to head in the direction of God, to follow the wisdom of God for their lives, there's a problem. The problem is that there is greed. There is greed in our world, in our lives, and that greed pulls us in a way and a place that can be dangerous. It can get us in a place where life itself is filled with anxiety. Greed works like this. A balloon. We all have stuff, right? We all have stuff. But greed says... We need more. And more. And we're not satisfied with that. We need more. And we need more. And we need more. Until things get to the bursting point, right? Greed operates on a life that is not satisfied, that causes our energy and effort to turn inward and to think not what we have in life, but what we're missing. And it was a real problem in that Roman world, where very few controlled wealth and most people lived struggling to survive. Jesus noticed the problem of wealth is that it forces all energy and everything inward. It creates a life that is filled of anxiety and fear because you wonder, you worry about things bursting. 
And you worry that you won't have enough. And you're constantly on that treadmill. You're constantly spinning out of control. And Jesus tells the parable of the rich fool. He holds up the silliness, the absurdness of what drives most of our economy. Jesus points to the fact that at the end of the day, the end of the day, there is no hitch on the back of a hearse. Funeral homes don't own U-Hauls because you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. It's foolish. Jesus offers an alternative. Instead of being consumed with needing more for ourselves, with fearing we don't have enough for ourselves, Jesus invites us to trust in God to provide what we truly need, to trust that God is with us. The problem with greed is that it it deceives us into thinking that those who have more are worth more. That those who have more are smarter than everyone else. That those who have more are more important than everyone else. But the truth is, in the gospel, that since God has created each of us in God's own image, our worth, our value comes not from our bank accounts, but it comes by the grace of God. The problem with greed is it deceives us into thinking that those with more stuff are loved more by God. They are blessed more by God. And that simply is not so. Jesus teaches that God's kingdom, God's grace comes to us all in equal and abundant amounts and that every life is worth and valued in God's eyes. So we got to let the air out of this thing. Because a constant consuming, constant accumulation, you know what happens to the balloon. In God's wisdom, the air is let out. I was trying to figure a way that that wouldn't sound like raspberries, but <laughs> but that's the thing, to let the air out. Instead of turning in, the gospel, the kingdom of Christ, invites us to move outward, to exhale into this world. To be rich toward God involves being generous, to share what we have, our times, our talents, our treasure to expand, to exhale out into the community. That's an invitation for each of us as a follower of Jesus, but it's also an invitation for the church. Lest we concern ourselves about these walls and taking care of ourselves, the movement of the gospel is one outward, not inward. Be guard, on your guard against all kinds of greed because that heads in the wrong direction. 
The direction of Christ is the direction of love, of compassion, of hospitality and welcome. It looks out into the world and it doesn't see threats in the faces of those who are different from us. It looks out and it sees brothers and sisters created by the same loving God. Opportunities for us to share what God has given to us. That's the direction of the church. That's the direction of the Holy Spirit. And friends... That's the direction that Jesus invites us to head. Amen.